I ain't never been the loudest in the room The higher the volume, the more imminent the doom Don't play yourself, kid, play the system The US government, the largest walking contradiction Listen, if you wanna see impossible, then look at me My DNA is cut exquisitely from the best of sheets If I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm ten toes solid On the same soil that my grandfathers was walking Know your history Welcome, friend, to Quantum Theory, a podcast solely focused on amplifying Black and Indigenous voices. And that's facts. And that's true. And that's facts. Let's go get them. And here we are. Ah, I made it back. (laughs) Yo, uh, it's low-key, I said lawn, yawn central. Uh, I just poured myself a glass of piping cold uh cold brew from one of those like pre-made cold brew things Mm -hmm. uh just to wake my ass up Uh, (laughs) right there i'm so tired today and i repeated that over and over to you before we got on so you know just fair warning but i mean (laughs) yeah but i mean i think maybe that's why i'm tired is i didn't have like any caffeine today i just Mm. had to I think like in terms of any type of texture, any type of flavor, like I need to go get some coffee or some tea. Do you hit caffeine every day? Um, It's been bad. Yeah. I honestly can say I have been. Usually I try not to. Um, I usually try to drink tea, but I think after these last couple months just have been crazy. I've been on this coffee kick in which I really need to get off the coffee kick. <laughs> and so it. when your body adjusts to it, and that's the bad thing is because if you don't have, like, let's say you're drinking caffeine consistently for like two weeks, let's just say two weeks. So it usually goes longer than that. But whenever you start to miss a few days, like I'll get like a headache. Or, and I don't know why I have it. And my mom's like, well, have you been drinking coffee? And I'll be like, yeah. And she'll be like, well, that's why you need your body's uh, like used to drinking caffeine. So I try not to, I really don't drink too many. Like I usually just stick with like water and like Sprite. And that's kind of where my pop goes. Sprite and Fanta, I love orange. So like any type of Fanta, I like, I can drink that. I don't drink it consistently. Like I really just drink water and maybe like tea all day for the most part. But lately it's been bad. It's been like coffee and what else? I think I had a Pepsi the other day, which is kind of gross. I don't normally drink (laughs) drink any brown pops, but I was feeling myself with some Pepsi the other day. (laughs) But yeah, it's just, I need to get back into a routine whenever I'm like home or like in Lapway, it's just like everything goes out the window. (laughs) It's so bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, that's I, to be adjusted. So I've been here in Seattle um, and I'm in this apartment that's technically my home for these couple weeks. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last time. I think we did. Maybe we did. did yeah. OK. OK. Perfect. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, in the mornings, I've been making myself black tea uh, mm-hmm. because it's like the caffeinated one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then I'll have like that in the daytime or like in the morning and then I'll have the chamomile tea tea at the end of the day, since it's like the non-caffeine one or like mm-hmm. my lemon ginger. Uh, I don't know that caffeine really helps me though. Like I, I think that it does like in the moment. I think it, it's mental too though. You know, exactly. Yeah. 
So like right before we got on, I was like, I'm gonna just pour myself a cup of that cold brew so I can like, boom, just like pop up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I don't know if it like actually swoops me or if it's just a mental swoop uh, that yeah. like takes me there. Yeah, either way, I feel like, okay, low key, that's a lie. Because there are moments where I have like gotten like from Starbucks, like they're either their cold brew or they're just like iced Americano or whatever. And then I do like get the like little bit of shakes or like my hand is like. Yeah, I get yeah. the jitters and that's how I know. Or it's like that's I'm true. like yeah. to the point, is it called irritable? Like when you have to like be moving or doing something uh, constantly. Okay. That's okay. how I am. And so usually when I drink coffee, I like drinking coffee when I get up. I don't drink. I try not to drink pop coffee past 6 p.m. Like once I notice that, I'm like, I'm not sleeping if I drink <laughs> drink anything after 6 p.m. But um, but yeah, coffee definitely works for me. Like energy drinks don't. I don't think they ever have. I think that's more so mental and it's more so sugar. So I don't really mm. drink those. Um but coffee, when I really need a pep in my step, I'll drink those. Tea, I feel like it's mental as well. Um, I do have teas that have like the same amount of caffeine as coffee, but I don't feel the same oomph as coffee gives. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, at one point I was, I would be drinking coffee, like, I mean, tea all day long. Like I'll get up and I'll have my caffeinated tea. Middle of the day, I'll have like my ginger peach tea and then I'll have yes. maybe a stress reliever tea. And then at night I would have my melatonin tea. So I used to drink that like, I used to drink tea like crazy, but you know, I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I prefer to drink that over anything else, a little bit of raw honey or whatever. Um, but one thing that I do drink on a consistent basis, like every night is melatonin tea. Like okay. I, I have such a problem with falling asleep. Like even last night, I didn't go to sleep until like 5 a.m. <laughs> it's bad. Dang. It's like, even though I might physically be tired, I can be so like my eyes are red. You know, I'm, you know, clearly tired and have no energy, but my mind will be running like a whole marathon, like for hours. And I don't know when it's going to stop. So it's usually I need something to like knock me out. So if I don't have like the, you know, the five milligram, or three milligram of like the melatonin pills, the night pills, the healthy ones, y'all, not the addictive ones. Um, <laughs> I don't have that. Then I'll have like melatonin tea. Um, but I always need something to kind of just knock me out unless I'm like super exhausted for the day and I'm just brain fired, then I can easily fall asleep. But yeah. So there's tea for everything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just went on this whole rant about tea, but um, y'all got options. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, it's too good. Uh, yeah. So uh, that that is me. Um, we are recording here at the end of the week, which is kind of strange. Usually we record like in the middle of the week. Mm -hmm. uh, and so it's it's fun coming in with like a different energy because it's like all right what's this gonna give you know uh and yeah literally like i was saying right before we got on got on this week has been maxed out uh, i wouldn't say maxed out yet yeah, just with the level of activity that i put into things uh with my with the level of engagement with the activities that i've had this week there it's a better way of saying it <laughs> uh, my body feels maxed out so i'm like ready to like plop myself down for the next few days and to not do a single thing uh other than like sleep and eat uh and maybe like soak in a bath yeah <laughs> uh that sounds amazing you know 
um, in the best of ways. Uh, so yeah, cause I've, I've had rehearsal this week. Uh, I also got a, uh, unlimited, uh, membership at a yoga studio that's near here. Nice. So I've been taking uh, hot yoga classes every day. Oh, wow. I heard hot, yeah. everybody, I only heard good reviews about hot yoga. I feel like I couldn't do it, but I heard people like really love hot yoga. It's a, it's a thing. You know, I feel like it's kind of like cilantro. It's like you either hate it or you love it. You know, um, I happen to love cilantro uh, and I really don't know how to. Uh, <laughs> I also don't I love know how, how genuine that was, even though it was not necessarily what we were talking about, but it was that reference. Uh, oh, also explain what hot yoga is so people know. know yeah, we'll see that, that, that this is part about like where you hate it or you love it uh, because then it's like um, it's set in, in a studio space. Uh, and I believe they set the temperature to like 105, 108. I can double Ugh. check my facts. So you walk in and like the studio space itself is already like super humid, set to a certain temperature. And then uh, depending on what class you take, like I was taking like a 60 minute vinyasa class where they like take you through flows. Um, yet there's like a traditional hot yoga class, which is basically like 90 minutes and they go through like 26 different poses two times. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's just like, as soon as you walk in, you're already dripping, uh, and <laughs> then you start to work out slowly and not work out, but it is technically a workout, um, mm -hmm. where you're like moving through these different poses and whatnot. And so then your body is literally just like dripping the entire time wow. uh, it's beautiful and it's also kind of like it's strange because it's my first time back in a yoga studio since 2019 uh mm -hmm. because the world right yeah. uh and even in 2021 i was like nope i'm not fucking with that no thank you because you're getting in this like box you're you're getting in a room with other people and you're like breathing together and like working out and breathing together mm -hmm. and like the air is already humid um, and so it's actually even like kind of been like a mental thing to get through. Yeah. Um, like everybody has to show their like vaccination card at this specific place and, or you have to wear a mask. Um, mm. and so then that's like part of it. Yeah. It is kind of a trip. Cause then you're in there and it's like everyone inhale together and open mouth, exhale, release. And you're like, ah. You know, it's like it's 10, 15 people. Yeah, exactly. In a hot, so it's like already hot and humid. And then it's just like everyone's like, like exhaling out like their breath. And it's just like, oh my gosh, am I going to leave here? Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> like, the whole point is to, like, you know, with yoga is like to stay connected with your breath, to connect your breath to like the movements that you're doing and to like basically shut everything else out. Or like, you know, work on allowing not, not traveling to those other places and staying very present in what you're doing in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and not forcing yourself through the moment, yet finding ease in all the moments, even if it is something challenging. It's like find the ease in it, yeah. uh, which is a great thing. Obviously, it it's so reduced um, you know, as in, into like a workout now these days, yet yoga, like yoga and like all of the, the thoughts behind, uh, or the, um, gosh, why am I missing my words now? Not ideology. Uh, all the, all the teachings basically are, are much deeper than what we 
generally practice here in the States, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to find my Zen and I'm going to meditate. Whereas mm-hmm. like technically, no, it's, it's, it's your lifestyle. It's like, it's, it's a practice on this one little mat during mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. It's something that you extend out into your entire life, you know, staying present, staying focused, not allowing uh, outside things to take you from what you're doing in the moment. I don't know, all these other things, which I can't even explain that well, because, you know, obviously I'm not that deep in it. Um, so <laughs> I just know that it exists. <laughs> I have not tried yoga. My sister Chloe loves yoga. Oh, okay, so, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I would say she loves yoga, but she does. She takes it all the time. Like she does it every day or she'll do. I think she just found a group within her college to do it at her school on campus. And like she said, she loves the class. I'm like, that's so awesome. So the only time I've ever done yoga was with her and she'll do it like anywhere because she follows like this YouTube page that has like live classes or like they update classes every day or something. And so I did one with her then uh, in this past summer. It was her and she got me and my dad to do it. And we're the two that are just like, uh, all right, if you want us to do it. We'll do it. So my dad was struggling, like struggling. I'm like, this is only like 30 minutes. And I'm like, you're over here just uh, almost done. We're almost done. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't had a full yoga experience yet, but it's been on my bucket list forever. That and meditation. But shoot, I'm getting there because the stress has been real. I mean, not, I wouldn't say stress, but it's like the, the, the need to Zen out is definitely there. So mm-hmm. one of these days I might actually try hot yoga. I have a friend of mine in DC. She, she loves hot yoga. She's like a huge yoga buff. And so I might have to get up in there one time with her to see what all the hype's about. Heck yeah. I mean, you can be in there scratching, like, all right, might as well get for one, you know? <laughs> yes. Come on, Perel. Yeah, Perel, just like uh, lather up in some cow's cow's uh, lotion or something so it's already in your skin. Bring the soap back. Yep, exactly. Just in there. Then <laughs> just rush into the locker room, take an ice cold shower, boom. Seriously. <laughs> just singing your songs in your head <laughs> <laughs> like dang it, i don't even know no songs uh, oh, that's when i bust out my beyonce tracks uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like i said i've used love on top for prayer many a time on a mountaintop because uh, um, <laughs> it has rounds like a like a you know like a like a native song you know where it keeps going round and round no, I have to re-listen to it i have to listen to it a long time yeah it's been on replay still so yeah, i'll do ops right uh yeah so i i mean i haven't done it in a while uh yeah i have i definitely have used uh, some beyonce tracks and specifically love on top for prayer um and it was actually hilarious seeing uh this season on res dogs i think it oh never mind i all know i was like i think it was episode two it definitely was episode two um of the second season uh, where they like used uh, a random like contemporary song for like their prayer. Uh, and then the kids are like, that's not even that old of a song. And then the people are like, oh, it's over 30 years old. Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I old, remember. You know? I had to think yeah. about it. Man, uh, they've been hitting yes. like every episode. And yes. just crazy. And the fact that they're like, sw- not to cut you off. No. I'm totally no. like thinking about now because I didn't even expect to remember. I was sitting here. <laughs> 
episode two, episode two. But that's why I can't remember is because each of them have been so like individual to where it's just been ha- packing a punch. And we've all seen the last one, the offerings one, oh. left the nation of you know Indian country. So I have chills again, like literally on my arms, just mm-hmm. like from the imagery to like everything. The last two have been really great, um, and I mean the season itself. Um, yeah the last two episodes, I rewatched them again last night. Cause I was just like, I need to like, even though I had to get up early this morning and it was already late, it felt like something I needed to do before going to sleep. I was like, I don't care that it's going to keep me up a little bit later. Like I, I want to rewatch these again. Um, cause yeah, it's like the episode with big and like him going on his like whole thing. Yeah. That was so funny. We right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the episode with, um, Wilhelmina Jacqueline with Willie Jack and like her yeah. whole journey, which freaking iconic, like low key, the, the image, yeah. the imagery that they put in the show and then people taking those images and like circulating them online being like, this was the moment. It was like, yes, it definitely was the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and without like spoilers for anyone who still hasn't seen it, I guess this will You'll you'll have like a week and a ch- week and some change <laughs> to see it by this time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just the the fact that they're able to again exemplify um, how we have the power and capacity to hold ceremony in any and all spaces, mm-hmm. uh, and that we have like our ancestors guiding us and backing us at all moments. It was just beautiful to to witness. Yeah, I had chills the whole time during that scene. Literal chills. Like I like I, I pulled one of you and I like literally looked at my arm and I was just like, man, this is so good. So good. And the fact that they used Paulina to do that, she it was perfect. So perfect. she's like the most relatable character, at least for me. With for, the, with yeah, the no so, debate here. There's and I think absolutely no debate here. It, that's why it was so powerful. You know what I mean? Because she is so relatable. So um, very, very, very good episode. And shout out to them because they've been renewed for season three. So yes, I'm excited about that as well. Heck yeah. Super excited. Uh, and an absolute icon, an absolute fashion icon, might I say. Uh, Paulina, well, technically Willie Jack on the show. I'm just like, I love everything she even wears. It just literally reminds me of just like, people that you know um, yeah. or even your own moments you know mm-hmm. I saw one guy I even like shared the tweet with Daniel um some guy was like can we normalize this and it was like uh Paulina with like her tie-dye socks and slides mm-hmm. um and I was all normalized I was all where are you at you know I was like, <laughs> I was like this is this is the thing you know um yeah. but you know just like her trunks with her slides her big thick braid and like her bead bead work and I don't know. It's just like, you're a fashion icon too, just like on the show. It's like, I don't know. She don't change for nobody. Exactly. It's dope. And then even off the, uh, off the screen and on the red carpet, like when they did like their press run and whatnot, it was cool seeing everything that she was getting to wear. Yeah. From the red carpet to Indian relay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Right. I know. That was big boss moves. I was like, bruh, she don't get no better. Like, that's crazy. For you Thank to you. Participate, that, participate in that. When you were just, what, on Jimmy, um, oh, Lord. Was it Jimmy Kimmel the week before? Or if not, a couple weeks before? It's, oh, no, Jimmy Fallon. 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 
Yeah. I want the, the Jimmy that, you know, the dark white Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, not the one who did the thing, the Quinta no. thing. No, no, no. Isn't that the other Jimmy? Or am I making that no, up? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. Uh, at the, at the Emmys, where he like was collapsed on the stage when like Quinta was giving her acceptance no, speech. I didn't, even, I didn't watch that yet. Oh. Um, Sherry, oh Lord, I'm just not good with the names. I oh, Cheryl Lee Ralph? Yeah, I've seen her acceptance acceptance speech. I haven't watched. Um, yes, it was Kimmel. It was Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he was like doing a bit and he like passed out on the stage when Quinta was accepting her speech. So he was like laid out at her feet like the entire time that she was giving her acceptance speech. So it was kind of awkward because he was just like there doing like his comedic bit. And everyone's like, get the fuck out, like, out of the way. Like this is her moment. Um, yeah. And he literally laid there the entire time. And she was just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess they're friends, they're homies. She showed up on his show like two days later um, to like, you know, do some damage control for him. Uh, it wasn't cute. He like tweeted about it. He was like, look who interrupted my speech today. And it was like, no girl, she didn't interrupt your speech. You literally yeah. booked her to make sure that she came. And well, she was already coming there anyways. Yet then you made it a bit for her to like come and like, you know, talk over your monologue as like a way of like, you know, repairing the damage that you did. Yeah, whatever. It is a thing. No more shine to it. Letting it go. <laughs> Congratulations, Quinta. And to season two of Abbott Elementary. I, I know. Kicking off with a bang. I, um, I haven't watched it Don't yet. I want to stream okay. it. I, I, haven't, watched I, it. Haven't, I haven't watched it. However, I do want to stream it, even though I'm not going to watch it because I just to contribute to the numbers. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to, I think I'll probably, well, actually I need to confirm with my mom, mom, let me know if you're listening to this. Nay. Uh, <laughs> Cause we usually watch it together um, and we're not around each other right now. So I'll, I want to confirm with her if she's watched it or not. Um, however, I do want to contribute to the numbers. So I do want to, I do want to like at least stream it. Uh, so that like it registers within the week that it's released, if that makes sense. Yeah, that was Abbott Elementary was so good. I remember when it first came out and I was like, oh, I'm going to check this out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny. (laughs) And I kept telling everybody, I'm like, watch Abbott Elementary because it has a dry humor, but Mm -hmm. it's really good. So I like it. And Principal Ava is, again, iconic. Yeah, she cracks me up. She's probably one of my favorite ones, to be honest. She cracks me up. No, no, like unapologetic. (laughs) Just amazing. I remember being like so turned off at first, like laughing yet being like, this is what? And then now it's like, oh my gosh, I need this energy, you know, like, <laughs> like come on, give me more. Uh, yeah, such a good show. Um, and uh, speaking of fashion, kind of going back a little bit, uh, Devery Jacobs was on the L- cover of L. Yes. L Canada. I think it was L Canada. I believe so. Uh, and but it was gorgeous. Thank you. Gorgeous. Thank you. I saw her post. I think it was like yesterday, the day before. She's like, I mm-hmm. finally like got to see it. And then she was like flipping through it. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, these images. I said, go off. Seriously. Um, so yeah. Excellent. So much excellence. Uh, and you, I think, got to see the Woman King. I did. That was going to be my next topic because I was going to transition from like speaking of ancestors, but then we totally went into Abbott Elementary and everything. But the woman thing was so amazing. I cannot brag enough. I'm literally obsessed. And like, so 
you know, I don't really get emotional with movies, but okay. girl, I, my eyes, I was like, don't drop, don't drop, don't fuck <laughs> my eye. Like, I was there and I was just like, this movie is so good. Like, through the whole film. And hopefully, I mean, this is, I don't think this is a spoiler necessarily. If anything, get your ass in the theaters and go see it because it's absolutely amazing. But there's this scene that I don't think went recognized, at least on social media, which should have broke the internet. One of the, you know, like the, the warriors, because they're all, it's a full, well, let me, let me rewind. I got way too excited. Let me, if y'all haven't heard of the woman King, it stars Viola Davis. It stars so many amazing, just female, black, skillful, amazing, gorgeous women. And they basically are a known, um, I'm so bad at describing things, but I'm gonna do my best. They're basically like a part of this warriors group that um in africa during it's during the slave trade that's when it takes place and they basically protect their village and their tribe and so um one of the parts that stood out to me the most was one of the women who was going to you know they were fighting against some white people i don't want to give away too much um some european or i don't even know if they were necessarily i think they were por- portuguese really but anyway um she was, beating, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was beating the white man with the chain and i was like go off <laughs> and she was doing it for like a solid like 45 seconds straight and i was like how is this not on the internet like that was my favorite part i'm like girl you better hit that man with that chain <laughs> <laughs> Ah, the movie was so good. I don't even know how to explain it. I'm just so excited. I low-key want to go see it again. And in yeah. good old Lewiston, this is where, because I'm obviously home, so Lewiston, Idaho, you know, Redneck Valley, there's, like, only, like, two, there was me, my mom, and my sister, and there was another small group of people. And, and it was, like, the day after it came out. I'm like, bruh. And what honestly bothered me was there was subtitles. Now, I don't know if every oh. movie theater had subtitles. But this one did. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I'm like, they're speaking English. Like, <laughs> and so that kind of bugged me a little bit. And I'm, if I'm wild and I'm wilding, but I'm, I'm like. I'm curious, like, do they, if, I want, I want, I've never seen that. So I wonder if they do like certain either. shows that have that or what? Like, like immediately, because it was, I was like, wow, are you guys really giving us subtitles? What these white people can't understand English or yeah. because they have an African accent? Like, like yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to jump too far because I'm like, okay, well, maybe other movies have the subtitles as well but i'm like y'all really doing the most but anyway it was an amazing amazing film um if you haven't seen it go out and seen it it's going to change your life (sighs) it's like on the level of black panther like i was super excited to watch it and like it's probably not gonna be my last time i've seen it it was it was so good and you haven't seen it yet i have not okay well you need to go do that this weekend So I have my woman King experience was through Twitter and it seems so it came out of nowhere, out of left field. Like literally as soon as everything premiered, it was hashtag boycott woman King. I see. Okay. See, that's what I was going to bring up too, because yes, go for it. And I don't have Twitter. So you've seen probably a whole nother side to this. I just seen it because I'm only, I'm only on Instagram most like most of the time. So what Which I is filtered seen, Twitter. <laughs> what, what I seen was that someone had said basically that they're not real 
idea they're not they're not showing a real picture of the slave trade and i'm just like man i was like why are you really just trying to fight like why can't we just like they're trying to glorify basically the slave trade and i'm like why do we always have to be beaten and sad and depressed like why can't we have this basically fantasy it's not a true story but why can't we have this movie of empowerment like look step back and look at the actual picture of the film and then first of all gina what's her last name she did bythewood yes she did um love and basketball plus so many other like iconic films and i'm just like okay she's amazing first of all like why are you even trying to start beef with her and viola and the whole entire cast like you act like these are a group of white people who decided to step on screen and portray this picture like no this is a black black film so and i have to say like again when it comes to slavery we don't have to constantly paint that negative picture like let us have ours. You know, sometimes like I think within our own people as well, they just they there's people out there that just really, you know, they're very they can be maybe I wouldn't say radical. It's just sometimes it's OK to just step back and let us you know, this is for us. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're trying to paint an actual picture for other people. So that way they have sympathy upon us and, you know, spread all this awareness. But I'm like, this movie is literally for us. Like, let us let let my kids and my future grandkids have their own superheroes. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's my opinion on it. Just because I I mean, I love the film. I don't care who's boycotting it, but it's 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 a great film. Um, but, you know, that's that's just a part of America. Yes. Well, so yeah. So with with it, basically, um, it was talking about, you know, the I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Uh, Dahomey, Dahomey Kingdom, um, basically, quote unquote, known to European traders um, at this time as a major source of enslaved people and in contributing to the slave trade at these certain places whatever um so basically people were like if you're participating in uh i don't know it was like basically just like this muddled um saying like you know it's not historically accurate and if you if you really want to get down to brass tacks it was these very people who actually engaged in in slavery and slave trade and this and that um I I don't know. I I didn't like dive too, too deep. The thing though, that did trip me out was the very timing though, because this movie and like the, the press rollout has been going on for so long. Um, And then only at the very like release of it is now this huge boycott this, this is this, look at this history. Um, It was, it was so, it was just like, why now? You know, like you've had all this time to be upset and outraged by this thing or to quote unquote, bring truth to light for people. Um, yet it's right now at the time that the movie's being released that now you're being like, Hey, this is what's what this movie is associated with, or this, I don't know. It, it did. It felt very much like a pointed attack. Or I mean, it was, I mean, it, it definitely was, you know, uh, um, a media attack to be like, to take away from the release of this thing. So uh, not that that like informed my actions. Yeah, I did as far as like my weekend and my experience with the woman King. Cause I was, pro- I, I don't know. And I, I don't really go to the theaters that much. And I don't know that I would have done by myself. <laughs> uh, I, I would have, cause Loki, I'm, 
as I'm like having my like existential thing right now, um, moral is, uh, it was just ugly to witness that, you know, yeah. uh, like, fuck, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Honestly, it was yeah. great. I'm gonna just leave it at that. It really yeah. was. And I think at the end of the day, like going into it, I knew that it wasn't gonna be accurate. Like <laughs> realistically, it's not, and nothing is accurate to the team. I don't think it was necessarily meant to be accurate. Like at the beginning, it doesn't say these are based on true events. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a documentary in that way, it was an action-packed film. And I'm like, well were y'all bugging out about Black Panther? That wasn't real. Like, so it's like, that was from in Atlanta, like, you know? And so it's, to me, that was its relation to where it was, it was an action film to where, you know, they wanted to spotlight certain things and certain issues, but we're not going to glorify those issues either. We want to, you know, this is, this is, this is the picture that we're painting, you know, Gina and her crew, they're the group of artists who wanted to paint a picture. And that's exactly what it was, is a piece of art. It's a really good film. Um, I'll just leave that at that. But yeah, it's great. It was great. Yeah. It was great. It was great. It was great. It was great. Yes. I just said to my mom yesterday, I'm like, man, I almost want to go see it again. She's like, me too. <laughs> Come on. No, I definitely yeah. want to see it. And again, Viola and like the entire cast, just I've been watching all of her stuff. I follow Vi- Viola down on um, Twitter and IG, and she's been posting like the entire time. She's um, out here. You know? <laughs> I think she's exactly. in Brazil and she's going yes. to next. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's been all up in Brazil. She said boycott. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So definitely something to check out. Um, it, yeah. It, I didn't, I didn't really do too much last weekend either. Like I kind of plan on doing this weekend. Yeah. Again, it was just like, yeah, it was like one of those things where it's like, fuck, like why now? Why is it now that you want to have this like anti-movement? uh yep uh that was dumb uh yeah that was my real life experience so that's what i did <laughs> i can't that's take no, it back at all. i think because i was going to bring that up too was the fact mm-hmm. that people, i don't i don't know the whole backstory and i haven't seen all of the the feedback because honestly what i did see i didn't even really care to continue to read because there also was so much positivity on see it. that part like, exactly yes exactly and it's from our own people like there's threads on threads on threads of people supporting the film and how they feel afterwards and i'm like you know if this is the way i feel why would i get sucked into social media when realistically that has nothing to do with me it was about my experience you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and so um but yeah i loved it yeah, that's why, like, I don't even really know that much. Because, again, it was like, I don't care to get sucked into this. Oh, and it's very uh, easy to. You know, and it's yeah. like part of cancel culture, too, to where it's mm-hmm. just it be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I, I feel you on that. And that's why I kind of feel kind of dumb, like, missing, not misinformed yet, you know, just not fully um, astute in the knowledge. I can't, you know, sit here and barrel out all these facts and whatnot and tell you all the depths of the entire issue, both past and present. Um, yeah. it's also because I just, I didn't care to like dive in that deep. Cause again, mm-hmm. it just like felt like a chess move, you know, it was yeah. very, um, strategic, uh, mm-hmm. in its placement and at its time. Uh, cause again, I was like, this has been rolling out for so long. Why are you bringing this yeah, up? Now? For real. Like, <laughs> girl, again, let it be. <laughs> again, it's not like they didn't, they didn't. Because usually whenever you go to any film and they're trying to actually portray an accurate picture or somewhat accurate picture, they'll, they'll let you know that at the beginning of the film of what they're trying to do. And it wasn't that. It was just, this is the story um, that they're choosing to portray. And 
it was good but um but yeah I said I did that I think I went to go see that last week whatever it, I think it came out what on a Friday I went like on a Saturday um so and I was surprised that Lewis didn't even had it so I'm like gotta yeah go, go while they got it <laughs> that is a huge shocker actually white towns they they'll give you if they if you if you are lucky if just this is just small town living for those of you who don't know and it's like if it's a white town and that's like where you go literally what we call town you know which seems like such an old term <laughs> literally to though town, meaning us here in on the res in Lapway when we go to Lewiston to town where there's shop and everything else like that um they're predominantly white and so we don't always get some of the at least I think they've been doing better but I know growing up some some of the films wouldn't even make it like black films wouldn't even be an option you wouldn't even think twice about it and then now Mm -hmm. then it was like okay then they started getting them and once they got them they sometimes they'd hold them for just like a week or a month as as opposed to other theaters that holds them for months at a time so it was one of those things okay we got to go catch it while they got it and so (laughs) i don't know how long they keep a lot of the the black films now but i mean we're getting out there so you can't even avoid us even if you wanted to so (laughs) um so yeah that was was last week uh random like good research project is like the origins of town because yeah everybody does say like oh yeah we're going to town mm-hmm. you know um and i don't hear that other places mm-hmm. uh and when you know or like you know you understand what that means going to town because uh, yeah. yeah it's like that 17 mile drive so like 20 minute or you know it depends on the person a hey, 13 yeah. to 23 minute drive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard it on any other res. <laughs> but know? to me, it's like an older term because like when you, and this is just coming yeah. off of movies, like when you watch movies, it, they'll say we're going into town. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I just figure like that was just a term we've always had, you know, since kind of our, since things, I guess, were established in Lewiston anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what we started to say, I would assume, but. That would be interesting to know. Yeah, to like go back and see the origins of that, um, you know, back to like Fort Lapway days. And, you know, like, I feel like it's something that's just so part of the the everyday lexicon now, where it's just like, it's just said and understood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you like trace it back, it's like, oh, this has like actual roots. Um, huh. <laughs> interesting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh speaking of going to the theater by oneself though i am not opposed to it i i've actually done it and technically i am going to the theater by myself tonight uh i am going to watch a live stage show though um nice. yeah so uh seattle rep theater uh, uh hosting uh where we belong uh, and it's a one-person show uh, with Madeline Sayet, uh, who is Mohegan, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been hearing about it uh, from different people. Uh, and strangely enough, I was leaving my yoga class today. And one shout out to my Black instructor. I said, yes. Because uh, again, I wasn't the only brown person in the space and to be led <laughs> by a black instructor felt amazing. Uh, so that was just a, a great treat. And then after class, we we're out in the front and then she was like, oh yeah, I went to go see where we belong. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, 
But here, I'll read this little thing. Uh, in 2015, Mohegan uh, theater maker Madeline Syette travels to England to pursue a PhD in Shakespeare. Madeline finds a country that refuses to acknowledge its ongoing role in colonialism, just as the Brexit vote threatens to further disengage the UK from the wider world. In this intimate and exhilarating solo piece, Madeline echoes a journey to England braved by Native ancestors in the 1700s following treaties betrayal and forces us to consider what it means to belong in an increasingly globalized world. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I saw also like a, a warning on here um, where it's like, a warning on the site basically being like the show contains um you know uh acts of like racism uh it represents like residential schools uh language uh suppression you know so like real stuff that like we talk about all the time mm -hmm. uh so i'm really looking forward to going and checking out this show tonight um and shout out to Seattle Rep because actually they, um, and it's right here on their website, they do free tickets for Native individuals. So mm -hmm. I called the box office today. I said, girl, I'm Native <laughs> and I'm trying to come to the show. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Emily at the front desk, low key, hooked me up. She got me a nice <laughs> ticket. I sent it to my email. Um, and so I was I was ready to throw down the money to go and see it. And then once I, once I learned that I could, uh, you know, as a... Uh, self-identified native individual uh, like it <laughs> says on the website <laughs> uh, i could go and get my ticket uh so yeah i'm really looking forward to it uh and so yeah i will be going to the theater tonight i might even like hit up a, a cute little dinner uh yes, for dinner you know bring my book like, like like you were saying the other week like oh, i don't understand or I, I didn't understand those people who just went to dinner by themselves and had their little book yes. <laughs> i may have to do that tonight um please yeah. do take it for oh, that sounds amazing yeah i'm looking forward Theater to it and a good dinner Right. And, to end your night. and for it to be like native theater on top of that i'm like yes girl let's talk about this let's expose the girls i'm down um sure. and i'm ready to be in that crowd like yep don't play it that was the cool thing too is woman king they like they lulu'd oh, and yeah. i was like oh, yeah this is too cool powerful yeah for sure it's the better that's the better word <laughs> <laughs> powerful but cool but yeah that sounds amazing i'm excited i'm going to live through you so you know order order appetizer or a dessert um in remembrance of me because yeah. that's my <laughs> but um i'm definitely <laughs> overdue and it's so sad i've had so many so many people ask me literally like recently within this past month when are you going to take a break you need a break you need a break like i'm good i'm chilling I'm <laughs> it's gonna be all right i'm gonna be all right don't worry about me right. but, um, i'm like way overdue for one and i'm like getting to the point to where i'm like you know y'all might push me into actually just taking a good one or two months off but it's been a I, been a long long couple last couple of months so 
I'm hoping to get to what you're what you'll be engaging in tonight. I'm hoping I can get into those really soon. It's been nice being back in this city. Uh, in oh. Spokane, I'm out in the valley and I completely disengage. Spokane's trended like twice in the last week on Twitter and it's just been for racist things. <laughs> <laughs> which is why Spokane always trends every time I see it I'm like do I even want to click on this and I'm like what is it and then I do and I'm like oh something else that has to do with like racism and or wealth inequality um or disenfranchisement or injustice oh Spokane and everyone being like duh it's Spokane and I'm like I know why did I even click on this um <laughs> So yeah, in Spokane, I I low-key just stick to myself. Um, yeah, it's been nice being here. Uh, I am in like a really great spot next to Seattle University uh, in like the middle of Seattle. Uh, and so like I, I walk around this area and like I'm able to walk to the yoga studio. I'm able, able to walk to the grocery store um, and like do all these things just right around here. And then now like have access to like live theater. Um, and even when I like walk down to my rehearsal space, you know, I'm, I'm like passing through these different areas and then I'm, then I'm at this rehearsal space. Uh, it's been really cool being back in like a larger city and like feeling the, the, uh, the blue state vibes <laughs> that are associated with being in a larger city. Cause I live full red state life. Um, Mm -hmm. in eastern washington and then on the other side of the border there in northern idaho uh, <laughs> where you just like you just know it's a part of the living there mm -hmm. um, so yeah it, it's been like really refreshing having that breath to be like ah oh, i can engage in these things again yeah for sure yeah that's cool yeah i'll have hopefully that same experience next week. I finally will be making the trip back to <laughs> your, your road trip. Your yes, it's gonna be a long drive, but I'm actually sprinter. looking forward to it because I won't have to work. Like <laughs> if anything, I'll have to answer phones and emails. But I mean, I can totally just send them, you know, one of those automatic emails. I'm out of office, so but that's the only thing I like about driving. I mean, I've been. It's crazy when I like first got my car, I was driving everywhere for like the first five years or eight years of my life. <laughs> like, got it. And then I was like over it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm flying anywhere I go, I'm flying. And so this is the first time I've like, actually I've been driving, like I've ever, I've drove and driven like a road trip and I don't even know how many years. So, and I actually don't mind it because it makes me just sit still and Zen out and listen to podcasts, whatever, you, you know? So I'm kind of looking forward to it a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, this week has been a hefty week, at least for me. I it will your week has been physically <laughs> draining. <laughs> I've been mentally draining. But I've just been teaching classes all week. I did a course, um, which I've told you about. I only I had a very small number of people, but it was amazing to be able to kind of tap into that. And then tomorrow I'm teaching my beating class. So I'm gonna be tied down with that. Like all day long because your girl decided to offer three different time slots for everyone else's convenience. Wow. So, <laughs> so wow. I'll be literally teaching classes all day tomorrow. But um so yeah it's 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 been a week. My mom got me like a massage gift card for one of these amazing spas. So I'm like I'm gonna ask God and cash Heck that yeah. in before I leave. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds so clutch. 
Yes. Your girl loves her a good meal and a good massage. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot. One followed by the other, even better. Yes. Um, I just Googled uh, Lapway, Idaho to Alexandria, Virginia, not 39 hours, 2,504.9 miles. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. I'm gonna probably taking my take take my time. Although I'm one of those you have to, right? You you literally have stop. to. Like if you ride with me, like unless you have to go to the bathroom, like we're going <laughs> you, and if you do have to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom when I stop to get gas. Like I do not like stopping when I'm driving. I'm very, you know, we got someplace to be. I'm very destination oriented. Yeah. And so, but this time I think, you know, I'll probably stop and, you know, stay at a nice little hotel and in a bed as opposed to in my car. Oh, um, yes. It makes a difference. Yeah. I mean, I haven't never, I've never tried it because I always, whenever I did, like I used to drive from here to Denver, like at, at least okay. once a year and back, obviously. And I would drive that like straight through. So, and that's like 17 hours, 16 to 17 hours. So this is going to be the first time I actually took advantage of stopping at a hotel. And even when I was in college, like I drove from, I think like Kansas to New York and I'd full like, we trekked that as well. Like I don't like stopping, but this time I'm going to, you know, take my time and enjoy my little ride back, maybe see a few things hopefully. So we'll see. Yes. I grew up like that. Um, We were on the road every weekend for like hockey road trips and then like just all the family things you know going to this going to that going the other um and so yeah I I didn't have any control because I wasn't driving and I noticed how I carried that into my adulthood you know just like nay all all the things that we carry from our childhood into our adulthood (laughs) and then you like you wake up to it um and I did, I, I, I woke up to it and I was like, why am I always doing this? Uh, and so it's actually been in the last, it's been since I know what it was. I targeted it. Um, your Juneteenth event two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, because Angelo, uh, was with me and, uh, it was the very first time that we stopped like right at the Lewiston grade. I stopped up top. Um, and I was like, this is the Lewis and Clark Valley, or Lewis and Clarkson Valley, Lewis and Clark Valley, you know, like this, this is the LCV, what we talk about, like sitting up there and we like stopped and we took our time and we looked at it. And then we took the old highway down, like, you know, the old way where you just like wind at like 25 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then rather than like my normal route of like going directly from here all the way up to Lapway, um, maybe with like a gassing up at Express, like, no, we went into town and then we went and we were like up on the levee and we we're like watching the sunset, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after your event, we went down to uh Wallawa area. We went down to the lake, down to Joseph. And then in that trip, yeah, like stopping and taking the time to like stop at different places, get out, breathe, relax. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then that carried over, like, or that carried out through that, that entire trip. And now with all my trips, even all my solo trips, like I will stop like once or twice, um, you know, like, especially like Spokane and Lapway, like I stop like right outside of the, the quarter lane res and then I'll stop like right before getting to like, uh, like Moscow type area. Um, and I just like breathe and I, and I, and I take my time or I'll, I'll allow myself to do stuff in between just to like break that up because yeah, it was so ingrained in me where it was like, you better hold your pee or you better have an empty <laughs> bottle by you, you know, uh, like where it's just like torturous, 
even, you know, and like stressful. And now I'm like, I don't want that stress in my life. I don't want to carry it. Uh, And so, yeah, it's only been in like the last like two years, like two years and some change. Like I've literally began to make that change to be like, with my trips, I break things up. So even like coming over here to Seattle, I stopped like three different times. Um, and I just did things, you know, I was like, I just need to stop. I, I'm just going to stop and I'm, I'm going to breathe. I'm going to put something in here. I'm going to see something, um, just to break it up, uh, and to like rewire, uh, this thing that I've had in my entire life where I carried that like all through my twenties and whatnot, like anyone who rode with me, even if they weren't used to it, it's like, well, buckle up, we're going. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> uh and yeah it's been like an active process yet something new and i'm i'm enjoying it now because then it like it takes the the pressure off of travel for me Mm -hmm. uh whereas like i always felt that like i gotta get there and if anything doesn't go or like if everything's not going exactly how i want it to then added stress whereas like now it's like ah like yeah Um, that's what i'm hoping to do Stop yeah. and smell the flowers, literally. Yeah. Yeah, and that's something I kind of been wanting to change as well, especially just being as present as possible. I mean, I say that all the time, but a lot of the times it's it really is like a challenge for me sometimes. And so I think driving is going to be one of those things because I'm like, well, I'll be able to see a lot more um, and just be able to kind of give my body the rest that it needs. Like, so when I drove from Virginia to New Mexico for art market, mm-hmm. they, um. I only I stopped twice and took a power nap for like two hours each. <laughs> Dang. But it didn't bother me. Like, yeah, yeah. I can drive for long periods of time. Yeah, yeah. And so my family thought I was crazy. They're like, Michaela, you have to stop. I'm like, but I did stop. They're like, not at a rest stop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, y'all worry too much. Like, you know, doors are locked. Something pulls up. I'm out. Skirt, skirt. You know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, it's like when I, but I am weird about stopping. Like it depends where we are too, because I remember like I'll stop and get gas and I'm like, I am, I got to get up out of here. Like, you know, back in my car and get out of here. So those are the towns you obviously have to be careful. Uh, I'll be driving. I'm like, this looks like a sundown town. I better Mm -hmm. keep on pushing. (laughs) So um, so yeah. So on my way back, I'm just going to kind of take, like I said, my time and uh, maybe see a few things and just kind of enjoy that process um, of, of driving across the country. So keep y'all posted. Yes, I'm excited. Like, I, <laughs> I got there in record time. <laughs> yeah, Kelly, you said 39 hours. I made it in 36. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yo. One time, the only time that I really ever felt in danger, in danger was driving from Birmingham, Alabama over to. Oh, geez. Yeah. Houston. I think it was Houston yeah. that I was going to um i know it was in texas yeah it was houston uh and yeah i remember just like i was like that was my first experience like being in the south like i've been to florida a few times and like atlanta a few times that no there's there's the south and there's the south yeah and (laughs) and yeah one of those places i was definitely like i am i i don't know what this feeling is yet there is something around and i do know what the feeling is Mm-hmm. yet exactly it's like this intangible like cloud of energy and it was like we got to get out of here uh, <laughs> nope 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> when I, I think I was driving through Virginia. And so I think I was at obviously because there is a lot of, you know, um, towns in Virginia that are clearly obviously racist. And so I was driving through and I like, you know, that's when you see the Trump flags on the trucks or, you know, the, the old people staring at you at the gas station, got my gas. I said, Nope, got right back in my car and started <laughs> driving. <laughs> I was like, nah, maybe I'll take a break at the next stop, but, <laughs> but it's just scary. That's scary. Um, but yeah, I went down to, I think I was, I think it's called Mebbin. I don't know if too many people know it, but Mebane, North Carolina is where my grandfather okay. is from. Um, and that's down South. And so we like, we stopped me and my aunt, we went to, um, it's, they have this chain called Biscuitville. So it's really good little, you know, it's like their fast food. And so we stopped and got some breakfast and she's like, and you just see like white people, like, you know, you know, eating their food or whatever. And my aunt's like, you see him over there? I bet you his family owned slaves. He looked like he owned slaves. And I was just like, you look at him. And I'm just like, <laughs> Yes. yes because they have like this old school police officer suit still like the ones you see in the movie wow. the wide brim hats like <laughs> the tan and brown and i was like yeah let's go ahead and eat and we'll you know keep it pushing get going oh, man but yeah you got to be careful i mean just being a person of color at all in this country there are spots that just have not changed and you know you have to be able to have that kind of those street smart and listen to your gut like those feelings don't steer you wrong that energy that frequency that goes through your body it's that that's that gut feeling so um that's just something you know that we constantly have to kind of be aware of when we're in really any space and it's an uncomfortable feeling but you got to trust it at the same time so but yeah it's strange too because i'm like not afraid of like all of that up in the north Oh, and no. then like, and then <laughs> it's a whole nother feeling. Too. Exactly. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm used to it in like my neighborhood and I'm used to it in Idaho and I'm used to it in Oregon. And I'm just like, Psh, F you, you know, like all the time, like I, I go to all those rodeos or, you know, like I, I don't really go to many rodeos. Really the only rodeo I go to is Pounds Roundup. And then, you know, just like, anyways, but like being around like these areas where, yeah, it is like Trump down and like all of these, like, you know, my family's been here for 150 years. It's like, yeah, check your timeline and, and think yeah. of how you got here. Um, it, it's not as cute and valuable as you think it is. No, it's evidence of, you know, thievery and all these other things. Um, and so, yeah, like being in those areas, like I, I, I always feel brazen and whatnot. Yeah, I do know that like in the time when I was in the South, I, I like felt like the not that there isn't danger elsewhere elsewhere yeah it's it's like it's thicker and so then even thinking of like going into these other areas it's like you know um Mm -hmm. which you have much more experience in that obviously your family you know having ties to these areas and like knowing the history um through lived experience you know uh it's it's wild to me yeah i don't know i don't have that feeling i still feel like i still have that uneasy feeling even being over here because in my mind I'm like at the end of the day I'm outnumbered or at the end of the day like the government ain't for me regardless so it's like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day I'm not going to win especially if it's just by myself so it's like even if I do stop in Idaho in Idaho it's like yeah it's not it doesn't seem clearly as blatant as the south is to where you know there's a little bit you know it's just everybody i mean i don't feel like we have to necessarily explain it i feel like we kind of it's easy to kind of understand up to a certain extent yeah. but when i do walk into those spaces it's like 
I don't want to be in those spaces either. So it's like, I'm just going to go in and go out and mind my business. If somebody tests me, then yeah, you know, then we'll go from there. But like when it comes to being down South, it's a whole nother, it's a whole nother feeling though, but because it, but I don't know, it's, and I haven't been deep down South. So I'm not going to say that I really necessarily have had those whole experiences of being in those spaces where, you know, true racism has really occurred or, you know, those towns that really just have not changed whatsoever, nor yeah. do I want to be. But when it comes to just, that's why I'm like, I kind of just say like, I'm just, I'm ready to kind of see the rest of the world because America's the same, no matter where you go, America's the same. And that's the part that I just, that's, that's uncomfortable. And so it's when I, when I am stopping, I guess any state just in general, it's like, if I feel like I have a weird feeling, it's like, let me just, you know, I don't have to be radical. I don't feel like I have to, you know, stand out and do certain things. It's like, let me just do what I came here to do. And I'm out like because yeah. I'm not going to change anybody's mind, especially if I didn't go there to change anyone's mind necessarily. You know, sometimes you, know, you got to ch- pick and choose your battles. That's yeah. I guess what it comes down to and just being aware of your space and, um, you know, being there for why you're there. And at least for me, that's kind of, that's, that, that's it for me. You know, so I'm okay with being in and out, even if I am in Idaho, like, you know, I, I know that government ain't for me and I've had experiences with cops I don't so many times in Idaho to where it's just like, you know, what? I'm, I mean, probably not, or well, obviously not as much as a lot of other people, but enough times um greater handful of times to where it's just like it's it's not really worth it you really do got to pick and choose those battles so if I can dismiss myself to where you know if I see something that's off but it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with me unless it's somebody another person of color of course but yeah but yeah through all of that though it's just my whole underlinement is America America's got a problem yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ah. yes rather than it being fun and something you could shake your butt to it's like actually no it really does have a problem um yeah however i love that play i love that play on it um and for those of you who don't get the reference you know go out and and learn it Uh, (laughs) (laughs) stream renaissance Uh, i'm joking (laughs) and also actually just do it um yeah yeah that's all I got today. Yeah, me too. I was like, I'm tapped out. I, I really I am. Go out and enjoy your evening tonight. I really uh, do plan on living through you for tonight. And um, just soak it all in. Speaking of being present, like really just, you know, have a good night and enjoy your weekend. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I feel like I'll be doing my uh, Paulina Alexis, you know, hands palm up on the table resting, closing my eyes and just letting the uh, ancestors hold me this weekend with my radical act of rest. Uh, Hopefully it is as restful as I planned. Sometimes I do that. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything. And then that's when you like wake up the next day and you're like, I can do everything. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So hopefully I stay true to uh, the radical forms of rest uh, because yes, again, our ancestors were always given uh, the moments for rest. And so in us taking the time to check out and rest, it is a form of revolution. Uh, So hopefully I can be, you know, that Hopefully I could be the horizontal revolutionary this week. Uh, I don't know if that sounds as good as it is meant to sound yet. Uh, moral is trying to kick my feet up. Uh, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
wishing you the best, uh, especially as you have your major education days coming to, you know, their fruition. You've been putting out all this access and here you are teaching the masses trying new things yes and doing well doing it doing it and doing Doing it it well (laughs) Uh, see you soon we want to thank everybody for tuning in today as always it's a pleasure to be here with my crew simply talking our black native talk like we do there's a whole lot more for us to discuss though so stay locked in you can check out our episodes on quantumtheorypod.com and feel free to send in any topics, questions, or small business shoutouts to our socials, and you might just hear us discuss it on air. Our IG handle is at quantumtheorypod, and you can also find us on facebook.com backslash quantumtheory. So be kind to yourself out there, know that you're a boss, and drink plenty of water. Kotzki yipi See you next time. <laughs>